This EHIV Review Special Edition podcast is presented by DKB Med Radio. Hello, I'm Dr. Matt Spinelli. Today I'm speaking with Dr. Jessica Bloom, who is an assistant professor at UCSF and the clinical lead in the San Francisco Department of Health COVID-19 Case Investigation and Contract Tracing Branch. Dr. Bloom, can you tell me a little bit about your work providing services to people who are recovering from COVID-19 in recovery hotels? Sure. I was primarily involved in setting up the medical services, and it was a very hectic time, but it was really a privilege to work with others who also came from an HIV services background. We truly were able to develop models of patient-centered care and harm reduction, and I feel that was very much grounded in the experience of established HIV care models. For instance, we incorporated medical substance use treatment into services being offered to individuals staying at the hotels from the very beginning because we wanted to ensure we could address any factors that would keep people from being able to isolate safely. Dr. Bloom, I wanted to ask you a little bit about how people living with HIV with housing instability have been impacted. Have they had trouble engaging with care or filling their antiretrovirals? Have other aspects of their health been impacted? It's been a very challenging time for people who are unhoused and unstably housed. In our clinic, we're at 86 at San Francisco General. It looks like our urologic suppression rates have gone way down for this population. And I think that's due to a number of factors. I've personally heard from my patients that they can't find a place to shower. Syringe service programs have more limited hours. And it's very difficult to find a shelter bed these days. And that takes a huge physical, but also a psychological tool. And we also know that mortality rates are rising for unhoused people. So it's really a a real impact. And for people living with HIV, it's understandable that medication adherence falls down on that hierarchy of needs um, when basic needs are not being met. And then in addition to that, telehealth visits are not often meeting the needs of unhoused patients. People may run out of money for credit on their phones or they don't have phones to begin with. So we're not always reaching them with telehealth visits. On the converse side, patients who are part of our clinic's drop-in program, there hasn't really been a decline in the number of visits, which to me indicates a preference for in-person services. And I suspect that part of this is because some unhoused people feel that the clinic is a safe space for them, and it's important to continue to offer that safe space, even if we have to adjust the physical space and the PPE we're using to follow COVID-19 precautions. So, Dr. Bloom, how have HIV treatment and prevention services been impacted by COVID-19? How has HIV influenced the ambitious disease intervention and contract tracing program that you have now implemented in your health department? So, HIV prevention services have been hit very hard in San Francisco. We know that community testing rates are down 90%, and that's largely because the Department of Health and our community partners have reduced our in-person services and Many staff have been deployed to the COVID-19 response. But on the flip side, we're seeing the influence of HIV treatment and prevention workforce at every level in the COVID response. We know the HIV workforce has deep experience in educating the public about a stigmatized disease in working with vulnerable populations and in developing and implementing a harm reduction approach. So we've been able to harness that in the Department of Health in the COVID-19 response And in particular, in the case investigation and contact tracing program where I've been involved, and I can share one exciting area is our program to connect community-based organizations in COVID-19 contact tracing and wraparound services. So in the HIV prevention world, we've had longstanding relationships with community-based organizations in HIV testing, and we've been able to leverage that to develop training programs for community-based organizations that 
have a really great knowledge and understanding of populations they work with, whether it's the LGBT community, Latinx day laborers, or African-American community. We're developing training around contact tracing and support services for people affected by COVID-19 and having them adapt these services to meet the needs of their populations in a sustainable way. So my hope is really that these new partnerships can be leveraged to bring us back to getting HIV testing out into the community, getting people linked to PrEP and other HIV prevention services, because we do need to get back to doing that along with COVID-19 response outreach. Dr. Bloom, thanks so much for telling us about the important programs you've implemented to respond to COVID-19. Sounds like there are many lessons from the HIV epidemic that we can use to address COVID-19. Thanks so much for participating in our program. Thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity. For EHAV Review, I'm Dr. Matt Spinelli.